G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Vision Christian Radio is all about connecting faith to life. From inspiring stories about the struggles we all face, to helping you understand the issues going on in the world, to clear and understandable Bible teaching, all peppered with great Christian music, the latest news, and even a few laughs along the way. You're about to experience just a small part of what we do. For the full experience, tune into a Vision Christian Radio FM or AM station near you. Listen online at visionradio.org.au or download our free app. Well, you might have caught last night's Q&A program on the ABC and we were talking significantly about this yesterday on a regular update we do with the Australian Christian Lobby and we spoke with Wendy Francis yesterday and highlighted the fact that Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby was invited to be one of the panellists on the Q&A program later last night. So if you were like me, you sat up and you watched the Q&A program with some interest because of the significant controversies that are coming around the Safe Schools program and, of course, the marriage plebiscite that is due after the next federal election. Well, let's get a little bit of a debrief and some insights into what happened on Q&A last night. Lyle Shelton is joining us. Hello, Lyle. Welcome along. Yeah, thanks, Neil. Good to be uh, in some friendly company this morning. (laughs) Well, you're used to being in hostile territory. Whenever you're in the media spotlight and there are people who are uh, surrounding you, almost hemming you in on every side, who are against a Christian position when it comes to a lot of these different issues. Uh, now, if I was describing the scene there on Q&A for listeners who might have missed it, uh, you had uh, Dr. Karen Phelps on your right, uh, Anna Burke, former Speaker of the Parliament on your left, Tony Jones then, of course, as the host, and then you had Bruce Bilson, uh, Government uh, Minister, and uh, and... Uh, Michelle Levine, who's with Roy Morgan Research. Uh, Did you feel as though you were the only one there holding the ground when it comes to uh, marriage between one man and one woman and the issues that come out of that Safe Schools program? Yeah, very much so, Neil. Um, I mean, Bruce Bilson, I think, sort of nominally supports marriage between a man and a woman, but uh, wasn't really able to find any clarity in his remarks. So so it really was... um, very much, uh, yeah, just, just I guess, myself uh, holding the line on, on the safe schools and, and also marriage. Although I have to say, Tony Jones was, was very fair and, um, and gave me a fair go. Uh, you can't expect, you know, it's, it, to get all your points across uh, in, a, in a show like that. They obviously have to share the, uh, the time and the, the platform with the other panellists. Uh, but certainly I felt it was a good opportunity to, to um, I guess, show some of the concerns that, that we have uh, as people who want to see marriage uh, retained and and uh, our arguments about children uh, needing a mum and a dad wherever possible. So I just hope and pray that, um, you know, some of those points might uh, resonate with people who are, who are watching out there because uh, you're not going to win uh, the argument uh, on a panel like that and with an audience uh, that was very much... Um, uh, not on our side at all. Look, I've got to agree, credit where credit is due, and Tony Jones last night uh, certainly did uh, go the extra mile to ensure that you had an opportunity to have a say. 
which uh, oftentimes doesn't happen when you're in a a situation like that where uh, you've got sort of fire coming from every side. But Tony Jones did seem to uh, take a, a position last night which said that, well, I want to give an equal say to uh, to what the Christians think about this. And so really, credit where credit is due, he did actually moderate that conversation, that whole debate very well. Yes, he did. And also um, the producers of Q&A, were very fair in the uh, question selection. Uh, a, a number of uh, questions that were very sympathetic to, to our point of view were, were allowed to be put. And so, so uh, yeah, I, I think we've got nothing to complain about there. I guess uh, the issue that we have is that, um, you know, the, the uh, studio audience uh, was, was very much um, uh, on the other side. And, of course, the, the panel was. Um, now, is that reflective of mainstream Australia? Uh, I don't know. It's certainly reflective of those who turn up to these sort of debates and, and certainly reflective of perhaps a, um, a, an ABC viewing audience, if I could, if I could generalise like that. I guess the concern that I have, Neil, is um, if, if this is where uh, Australia has got to, then I would be really concerned that we have lost our capacity as a nation to reason. If, if we think that uh, having uh, boys who identify as girls in, in, uh, in girls' toilets is, is um, part of an anti-bullying program or that kids should be instructed in chest binding and, and penis tucking and, and all the other stuff that comes promoted by safe schools. And if we think that kids, you know, shouldn't uh, have a right wherever possible to have a mum and a dad, then, then I just wonder, you know, where we've come to as a nation. And, and I guess that's the sense of grief that I feel coming away from Q&A last night. If this is the level of our public debate where we can't even have a sensible discussion about these things uh, or, or, where, or where these things are just discounted in the public discourse, then um, I think we're in a lot of trouble as a nation. You know, it's amazing, isn't it, just how short an hour is. And uh, we have that experience too uh, on uh, 2020 when we're uh, getting deeper into a topic and there just isn't enough time to explore a whole lot of really good and important areas. But uh, so much last night on the Q&A program, a lot of ground was covered. Uh, but it still was fairly shallow. There was really, uh, you know, an opportunity to uh, to put a few remarks, to bring a few statistics, to uh, to perhaps deliver a line that might just cut through uh, some of the uh, the ideas. Uh, but uh, but really, there's not a lot of time to go in depth. You really need to still get into exploring some of those issues a whole lot deeper to understand this whole debate. No, you do, Neil. And and I guess what's disappointing is, um, you know, other panelists can just ignore. Uh, the points that uh, that say I'm making, and particularly, you know, the disturbing figures about uh, suicide mortality amongst transgendered people. You know, these are people who have had uh, sex change operations 10 years down the track, are 20 uh, times more likely to take their own lives. Now, this is alarming, and yet here we have a program in schools that's affirming uh, the idea of kids identifying as a diff- different agenda, you know, which could put them on a trajectory towards uh, having this sort of surgery. Now, now the fact that you can't engage that uh, properly and it's just dismissed and, and you're sneered at and laughed at um, really does does bother me um, because uh, these are important points. And if I'm wrong, well, well someone tell me and let's have a, a discussion about it. But uh, the points are ignored and uh, the assumption is that uh, we need these sort of programs in our schools. I just hope um, that uh, ordinary Australians, you know, watching last night, uh, that somehow uh, truth would resonate in their heart and, and I just hope some seeds will germinate uh, because uh, we really do need to awaken as a nation to what's going on because these things are being driven very aggressively in public policy and it's finding uh, their, 
finding their way, these ideologies are finding their way into our schools, shaping uh, the lives of children as young as four through the Safe Schools program. So this is a real concern. Interestingly, on both sides of the debate, Lyle, there's this uh, this debate that goes, uh, my research is better than your research. And uh, you were able to deliver some uh, research uh, findings there from the Johns Hopkins uh, people in the United States yep. uh, overnight. And, of course, uh, as I mentioned, on the panel was also Michelle Levine from Roy Morgan Research. Uh, everyone wants to bring out their research. There is going to be an issue of credibility of research, but I guess if, you, if you're just listening to the shallow arguments... Uh, the credibility of research can can be missed, but you've got to actually go a little bit deeper and find out what really is good research on these topics. No, that's right. And I was very interested in Michelle Levine's uh, statistic that she was quoting that uh, a poll apparently said 76% of Australians support same-sex marriage. Now, I've never seen a poll say 76%. There was one news poll that said 72 and we think that poll was an outlier because at least four other polls last year had the number at 59. Now, that's a long way from 72 or 76. I asked Michelle after the program um, for, for the reference to that. She said she would send it to me. So I'll wait with great interest to, to see that. I'm, and I'm surprised she couldn't just quote it off the top of her head, but she was quite happy to uh, mention it on national television. And, of course, talking about those types of polls uh, with the uh, marriage uh, plebiscite uh, that would come after a federal election, uh, obviously all of those sorts of polls are being used to try and sway the debate one way or another and whether a plebiscite is even necessary and isn't it just a big expensive way to, uh, to, uh, you know, to, to try and get people to say what, what people in the government already know. Uh, all those sorts of things are, are, are big issues, but there is going to be a, a real freedom in a sense, for Australian voters uh, to be able to put their mark on a plebiscite and be able to have their say without a whole lot of people, and in this case, uh, perhaps from the left side, uh, pushing this agenda for same-sex marriage. So the plebiscite is going to be a very important poll to have. I, I think so. It's really important that uh, the Australian people can have a say on this. The parliament has had 17 goes at this and, and has failed to resolve it. Um, so it is appropriate that it now goes to the people. Um, it's not a waste of money. Um, this is an issue which will decide whether or not we put in cultural cement, the idea that mums and dads are, are uh, disposable to children. Uh, that's a very, very big public policy decision to make, um, to say that a child uh, no longer, you know, it's no longer assumed in law and culture that a child should, wherever possible, have its mother and father. So this is something which we all need to, to really focus on. And um, uh, it's, it's interesting that uh, many of the panellists last night were uh, quite uh, dismissive of the idea of a plebiscite. Um, but if, if they think it's got so much popular support, uh, what have they got to be afraid of? And uh, why wouldn't you then let the, the public uh, resolve the issue once and for all? If, um, but, but obviously there must feel there's some vulnerability in letting uh, the people have a say. And uh, that to me suggests that uh, perhaps uh, if Australians were allowed to hear the argument, uh, that uh, people might uh, vote with common sense and see marriage retained. Well, Lyle, uh, there's plenty more to talk about in the lead-up to uh, the election and beyond in the lead-up to the plebiscite. I've just, uh, just, we've actually got a call. Uh, we'll just take a call while I've got you on the line, if that's OK, Lyle. Sure. Uh, Shelby from Sunnybank in Brisbane, a comment on last night's Q&A program. Hello, Shelby. Welcome Hi. along. 
Yes, Neil. Uh, Lyle, how you going, buddy? Uh, mate, yeah, um, I watched that last night with great disappointment. I couldn't believe the one-sidedness of that um, um, forum and that meeting, you know, um, even the commentator. Um, you know, uh, they never gave Lyle half a chance to state his case. There was always someone butting in on him, Miss um, Phelps as well, especially. Um, they, they just did not want to give Lyle an opportunity to state anything um, that he was able, you know, he would have been able to state in, in quite right the uh, argument for um, the Christian point of view. Shelby, interesting um, uh, that you can have different perceptions about that because uh, having just uh, just aired my own thoughts that actually I thought Lyle got quite a good run. <laughs> Lyle, uh, you thought you got quite a good run too, but we did note that there was a shallowness and you couldn't go into a lot of detail. And uh, yes, there were lots of people batting in on you all the time. A quick response from you, Lyle, because we'll have to, we'll have to let you go in a few moments. Yeah, look, I, I understand what Shelby's saying. Um, certainly I felt Tony Jones was fair... But uh, there were just so many um, things that could have been rebutted, which, which I just didn't have time to. Um, I, I mean, the, the platform had to be shared, and, and I, I got a good go, but it was, certainly wasn't possible to rebut uh, all of the misinformation that was put out, and, and that was a frustration to me, and I can understand it would be for many viewers like Shelby at home. Well, Shelby, thanks so much for your input today here on 2020. And to you, Lyle Shelton, really appreciate your taking time to give us a little bit of a debrief, something of an update on last night's Q&A. For those who did see the program, it was uh, a program worth uh, looking at, and I think people would be able to find a podcast of that on the ABC website too to be able to just see how you performed uh, in that setting. And and I think it would be a valuable thing if uh, you know for listeners to actually go and access that and have a little look and just see how you actually did. Uh, but uh, great talking to you again. Thanks for your uh, insights and for your update and for that debrief, uh, Lyle. Great to hear from you. Thanks, Neil, and, and thanks to all the prayers of, uh, for people who prayed for us last night. Uh, that was much appreciated. Lyle Shelton from the Australian Christian Lobby. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.